Hey there. Did you know that tensions tend to be highest for blended families when everyone is together? <laughs> Maybe you've noticed that when you've tried to do something fun with the whole family and it didn't go as well as you'd hoped. If you can relate, Maybe you'd like to join us on Thursday, May 16th for an interactive workshop all about navigating the tensions of family time. You'll connect directly with us and other blended couples in a 90-minute Zoom call and work on your own personalized strategy for responding to the challenges of family time in your unique family blend. That's right. You can join us and our community by hopping into Blending Together, where we hold one of these workshops each and every month. So if you'd like direct interaction with us in the context of a supportive group of other blending couples, then the Blending Together community is right where you need to be. Mm -hmm. So scroll all the way to the bottom of the show notes for this episode and click the link to check out the details. We would love to meet you on the 16th for our upcoming Intentionally Blending workshop right inside of the Blending Together community. Mm -hmm. Now, let's get to the episode. Most of the couples we talk to share how lonely it feels sometimes, yeah. right? You're facing challenges that are confusing and emotional. They involve your kids and stepkids, and it weighs heavy on your heart. And, and we've discovered that part of our own success, as well as the most successful step couples that we've supported over the years, they're the ones who find a place with other people experiencing similar challenges, mm. asking similar questions, and even getting to celebrate similar wins that they're experiencing. Right. Welcome to the Blended Family Coaching Show, where you'll discover how to move your step family from just surviving to truly thriving. Grab your headphones and listen in as we share practical, real-life strategies for building healthy bonds. Understanding the kids' perspective. Romance and partnership. Parenting with great teamwork. And yes, even co-parenting with a difficult ex. We're Mike and Kim Anderson, and we believe with the right tools, every step couple can overcome the common challenges of step family life. Join us for authentic and sometimes comical conversations to discover how you can lead your family with confidence and create the future you really want. Well, hey there, welcome and thank you for joining us here for another episode on the Blended Family Coaching mm -hmm. Show. We hello, are hello. so grateful to get to be able to serve you each week here on the show. Hey, I'm, I'm just going to dive in and I want to ask a question. Wouldn't it be great if we could move through life with a constant sense of connection and belonging? Ooh, yes. <laughs> I mean, we all have this basic need to be known and understood, to be heard, and to be a part of a welcoming, accepting community that really gets us, right? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know about you, but I've had so many moments and seasons in life where I felt just the opposite of mm -hmm. all that. I felt isolated and I felt alone, which is usually accompanied by a sense of hopelessness, yeah. feeling like no one gets me or understands what I'm going through. Yeah, I've had lots of times in life where I felt that way too, and I felt really discouraged. Mm. And then I sometimes pull away from others when I'm feeling misunderstood <laughs> or mm -hmm. unheard or even unsafe. Yeah. And then I end up feeling even more disconnected and isolated from others. Mm -hmm. And even though I am an introvert, I still really need to feel connected mm -hmm. and to have a sense of belonging. Yeah, that's, that's a right. basic human need. Sure. 
And you know, honey, I've noticed over the years how blended family life can sometimes magnify this sense of disconnection and loneliness. Mm. I mean, how many times has it happened that we meet with a couple for the first time and at the end we're wrapping up the conversation and we ask them what was most valuable or helpful in our time together over and over and over (laughs) again we hear couples express that it was just so great and so hopeful for them to talk to someone who really gets it Mm -hmm. and they share how they often feel so alone because it seems like most of the people in their life you know their friends their family their co-workers just don't understand what they're going through yeah we certainly hear that kind of thing Uh, a lot And, and you know i think that's something that we recognized really early on in our own journey in our marriage I remember just a few weeks before our wedding, we heard about this guy named Ron Deal who was coming to our local community (laughs) and he had this two-day workshop all about healthy blended family dynamics. Now, that was over 21 years ago and we had no idea that Ron would actually go on to become one of our country's leading experts in blended families. Right. We had never heard of him before. I know. Yeah. (laughs) Who's this guy, right? Anyway, I said to you back then, hey, we've got to go to that workshop. You did. And when we looked at the dates and realized it was going to take up the whole weekend right before our wedding, you were a little skeptical and hesitant. And you weren't really sure that we actually needed to go. Yeah, we had things to do. (laughs) (laughs) But me, having grown up in a very dysfunctional blended family, I was insistent that we needed to attend. And after a bit of debate, Mm -hmm. you finally agreed to go. Right. And it turned out that it was one of the most important things we've ever done together. Yeah, I was deprioritizing it when it should have been at the top (laughs) of our priorities, right? I finally realized that. And, you know, after that workshop, we were both deeply impacted in several different ways. Mm -hmm. I remember walking out of that weekend with kind of my mind just being blown, like (laughs) my eyes are finally open to some tough realities. Yeah. At the time, I really kind of thought that this blending thing was going to be fairly simple and easy. Mm -hmm. And of course, I figured there would be some challenges along the way. But (laughs) all in all, we would just love each other. And my daughter, Annika, would quickly adjust and it would all just kind of come together and click. (laughs) I mean, right? I grew up watching the Brady Bunch, right? (laughs) They had a great time all the time. And there were six kids in their mix. So what was the big deal, right? I mean, really? (laughs) Well, it turns out real life blending is a lot different than a sitcom from the 70s. That's right. (laughs) And all the complexities that Ron shared throughout that weekend, right before our wedding, Mm. really opened my eyes to some of what we were about to enter into. Mm -hmm. I realized this was going to be more complicated than I had anticipated. And the workshop really helped me to come into our blend with more realistic expectations Mm -hmm. and some helpful mindset shifts around the possible challenges ahead. Yeah, and you still walked down the aisle with me anyway. So. I did. I was, <laughs> was pretty brave, I guess. <laughs> I guess so, you know. You know, coming out of that conference, it was a bit different for me. While you were taken aback with this kind of bliss bubble getting burst by Ron, right. for me, it was actually really hopeful. Mm-hmm. I was listening through the lens of how I could avoid repeating some of that dysfunction that I had experienced as a kid. Right. And Ron explained so much of why my blended family of origin experienced so much struggle. 
and gave me a lot of hope actually for us, for mm. what we could do. We didn't have to fall victim to that dysfunction. Right, we could do things different. Absolutely. So while you might have been experiencing a little bit more levity, mm-hmm. wondering what in the world we're getting ourselves into, I was energized and really hopeful about our future. Mm. But all of that was really only half of what we experienced that weekend. Okay. There was a lot of information. We learned a lot, education. And grew a lot, a lot mm-hmm. of education. But the other half was this incredible group of people that were in that workshop. Mm-hmm. As I recall, there must have been at least two, maybe 300 people there. there. Were a lot. All of them were seeking the same thing to create healthy connections in their blended family. Yeah, they wanted to do it well. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Now, a while back when we had Ron here on the show, We reminded him of that event, (laughs) and he actually remembered the incredible response of the community. Yeah. See, in those early days when Ron was out there teaching and training blended family couples, that happened to be one of the biggest responses he had had up until that point. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) So he really remembered it. And we got to be part of this sincere community of couples all with a shared sense of hope for their families and determination to blend well. Yep. Now, it didn't take long for us to decide that we wanted to keep that going. <laughs> That's right. Mm-hmm. In fact, at the end of the workshop, we actually purchased some of Ron's resources, and that included a DVD mm-hmm. and some workbooks. Mm-hmm. And almost immediately, I mean, we just jumped in right when we got back from our honeymoon trip to the Oregon coast. That's right. And we just immediately put together our first blended family support group right out of the gate. And the cool thing was we had this, you know, DVD and we were, I don't know how many times we watched it, but it it (laughs) wasn't just about the information. Mm -hmm. It was more than that. It was about really building community. Mm. We just couldn't imagine at this point in our journey, trying to navigate the ups and downs of blended family life alone. We still can't imagine that. I know. I mean, we wanted to spread the word and Mm -hmm. help others learn what we were learning, that information piece. Mm -hmm. But if we were really honest with ourselves, Part of our motivation was kind of selfish. Oh, yeah. Right? (laughs) We wanted to keep learning ourselves, and we wanted to do that with a community of other people just like us. And guess what? For us, it really worked. Yeah, (laughs) there was so much value. There were Mm -hmm. other couples in our first group that were further down the line than we were. They had been blending for Mm -hmm. years, and they brought so much insight and value. Absolutely. And then there were others that were just in dating stages, and so we had different... Um, couples in different stages. It was Mm -hmm. awesome. Now, it was great reviewing the material with the new groups of people Mm -hmm. over and over again (laughs) through the years. Yep. We loved those uh, 90s jokes from Ron over and over again. (laughs) Yeah. But the real difference maker for us was the discussion within a community of people who Mm. genuinely wanted to experience healthy relationships in their Mm -hmm. blended family, right? Mm -hmm. That was the goal. That's right. In fact, we still have some great friends who were part of our very first group over 20 years ago. That's right. And it's been just an amazing privilege to walk through all of our blended family journeys together over the years. Mm -hmm. We've really gotten to celebrate lots of wins together Mm -hmm. as well as support each other during some really tough seasons. Mm -hmm. And I know that through our personal three-year season of struggle and pain, Um, in the family courts to preserve my parental rights and watching all of the negative impact it had on my daughter, Annika, 
that season would have been so much harder Mm -hmm. if we had not had a caring community around us that encouraged us along the way. And they had some real empathy for the pain we were experiencing. Some were going through similar stuff. Yeah, Yeah, or had. And that's something really cool about experiencing life in a community, even when we were supposed to be the leaders of that group. (laughs) We didn't have to have it all together. We weren't perfect, right? Right. No one had it all together. Mm -hmm. We were struggling just like everyone else. It's been a community where we can just show up as we are Mm -hmm. without feeling pressure to act like we have to have it all together. Mm -hmm. We can just be real and then collaborate with other couples to learn and consider our next best steps in the journey. Absolutely. And you know, through all of that, I think we've learned four primary things over the past couple of decades when it comes to the value of plugging into a community. Mm. So let's just talk about those uh, for for a little bit. First, we gained a sense of belonging. Mm -hmm. You know, blended family dynamics often leave couples feeling disconnected and isolated. And these are feelings that emerge inside our own homes, like between Mm -hmm. us as a couple sometimes. But even more than that, many couples feel like they're the only ones experiencing the struggle and all the painful emotions that come along with the struggle. Mm Mm-hmm. And realizing that there's a place where we actually feel like we belong alongside others who are facing similar challenges and frustrations, then that is such a huge relief. It really is. I know that for me, as I listen to other couples share stories and insights, I just want to stand up and yell, yes, like that's exactly (laughs) what I'm feeling and experiencing. Yeah. And that just reinforces for me that I'm not alone that I really belong with others who get it, Mm. right? I think having that sense of belonging actually can reduce the tension of that stranded stranger trap teammate thing that we talk about so often here on the show. It doesn't fix the dynamic, but knowing that there's a place where we belong with others on a similar journey starts to actually ease the experience of being isolated. Right, when others are experiencing those dynamics as well. Yeah, And the second thing we've discovered is that when we experience that sense of belonging, that actually creates safety to genuinely share and process the tough stuff that we're Mm -hmm. experiencing, right? I mentioned earlier that in a supportive community, we can just show up as we are and be real (laughs) about what's happening in our blended family. I mean, it is what it is. And it's safe to share the good, the bad, and the ugly, right? right? Now, I don't know about you, but I've been around groups of people who really just don't get it, Mm. or they kind of try to give advice, but it's not advice that I can really use because it doesn't apply. Mm -hmm. Or you kind of just get that sense that the group is not really being genuine with each other. Mm. They're just kind of um, dancing around the outskirts of the issue, and they're not really getting to the the heart of it. Mm. And in those settings, I I don't feel safe. Yeah, I feel like I have to put on a front or kind of be fake. And that actually makes me feel more isolated Mm. and alone when there's not a sense of safety. Right. But when I'm able to connect with the people who really do get it, Mm -hmm. and I don't sense any judgment for not having it all together, Mm. I can just be me. And I feel safe just being me. I love that feeling. There's freedom (laughs) in that. 
And that's when I know I'm not alone. Mm. I'm not as trapped or as stranded, Mm. but I'm safe to share genuinely with others who really understand and have empathy for that. Yeah, I I am so grateful for those groups that we've been a part of where we really feel like we belong and we're safe to just be who we are. Mm -hmm. And I think that the combination of those two things actually leads to the third thing that we've discovered Mm. about the benefits of being intentional a part of a supportive community, which is how it enhances the opportunity for continual learning and growth. Yeah, we all need that. Absolutely. Now, I'm kind of wired to be a constant learner anyway, right? Mm -hmm. I read a lot. I kind of imagine like, how can I apply what I'm learning? And I I like to try new strategies and tools in life Mm -hmm. and and all kinds of things. And when I'm around other people who are also learning along the way, it kind of supercharges my own learning and it boosts my motivation to stay focused. So for me, when I feel like I'm in a community of people where I belong and I can safely process the challenges that I'm facing and I can safely collaborate with those people to strategize ways to actually put my learning into action, it gives me this sense that I'm actually moving forward. Mm. I don't feel so stuck anymore. Plus, I have a bit more accountability. That's built in because when I'm processing with a trusted community and I learn some great information and then we talk about how we're going to strategize and put that into action, then chances are someone in that group is going to ask me later how things went or how it's been going. Yeah, there's some follow-up. Absolutely. And in that moment, I want to be able to share what I've actually done to make the situation better and how it's really going. Yeah. That's great accountability for me. And honestly, I, I need that. We all need that. Yeah. So I just kind of love this type of benefit of being part of a thriving community, not just the continual learning part, but more importantly, putting that learning into action and having some understanding people who's going to hold me accountable for doing something to move forward. Absolutely. And you know, it's a little different for me. I'm mm. not quite as proactive as you are, honey. <laughs> That's true. <Yeah. laughs> and sometimes I just kind of want to drift along and hope that everything will turn out okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm a bit of an avoider, I guess. Sometimes you've gotten way, way better. <laughs> I have. And I actually don't like the accountability mm. part sometimes, but I've learned over the years that it's still good for me. Mm, yeah. It's so easy to feel discouraged in this journey and just to want to give up and Mm -hmm. go back to old dysfunctional unhealthy patterns and so we need that we need people supporting and encouraging Mm -hmm. us and when i'm in the right community that is a place where i genuinely belong and feel safe i can move forward with my learning and i can put the learning into action at my own pace that's a good point yeah Mm -hmm. In those really safe communities, it seems like there's just the right amount of encouragement to get me to move forward, but not a lot of pressure. Mm. I don't respond very well when it feels like there's a whole bunch of pressure, <laughs> oh, really? right? Oh, <laughs> yeah. I think I'm learning that about yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> I think you figured that one out. Now, when all those things are evident in the communities we like to hang out with, that sense of belonging a safe place to share genuinely, and we're learning and making real progress together, Mm -hmm. there's a fourth thing we've discovered, Mm. and that's a sense of normalcy. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) When we're around community like this, 
we realize we're not crazy. <laughs> That's right. The typical dynamics of blended family life are normal. Mm. And every blended family couple is experiencing similar struggles and seeking similar goals yeah. that we are, right? Yeah, same. And when we can really own the fact that we're normal in a group that is like-minded, mm. we feel more connected and more hopeful about our future. Mm. So we can go from discouragement to gaining hope. That's right. And that simple mindset shift actually frees us up to keep moving forward towards a more hopeful future. That's right. And that's one of our primary goals in the work that we do. Absolutely. We want to help blended families cultivate hope for their future and move from a place of confusion and conflict to a life of confidence and connection in their blended family. Right. And we believe that can't be accomplished in a bubble. No. We all need community to get there. The right community, though, that's going to give us a sense of belonging and safety. It's going to be a place where we can continually learn and make genuine progress together. And we'll realize that we're normal and not crazy for feeling that the way we do about these difficult dynamics that we're in. Right. Now, if you're listening You may not realize this, but research is showing that in North America, as many as 50 to 60% of homes have step relationships. Mm -hmm. That's over half of our families experiencing step family life. And yet most of the couples we talk to share how lonely it feels sometimes, right? You're facing challenges that are confusing and emotional. They involve your kids and stepkids, and it weighs heavy on your heart. They might also involve difficult co-parenting dynamics and painful triggers from the past, as well as loss and grief. Mm. Like it just keeps adding up. Right. And, and we've discovered that part of our own success, as well as the most successful step couples that we've supported over the years, they're the ones who find a place with other people experiencing similar challenges, Mm. asking similar questions, and even getting to celebrate similar wins that they're experiencing. Right. And like we shared earlier, we've been supporting step couples for our whole married life, over 21 years now. (laughs) And we've found that every time we get to connect with other couples or other groups of couples, we feel like we're the ones that get encouraged and (laughs) re-energized. It's really crazy. It's kind of cool, right? So being around other couples who are struggling just like we are and who really want to do this whole blended family thing well, that helps us to have hope and it helps us to just keep on going. Keep at it. We can make it, right? We can make it. You can Mm -hmm. make it. And community reminds us it's worth the energy and the investment that it takes because it does take energy and investment. It does. Yeah. Yeah. So being connected to a community, it's critical But what's crazy is it's probably one of the most often overlooked component of our own success. Yeah. What you just said there is that, you know, it takes energy and investment. It reminds me of what one husband said to us one time when we were connecting in a coaching session. He says, we're working really, really hard to make this thing Mm -hmm. work but we aren't working very smart. (laughs) Like they just didn't know what to do. Mm -hmm. And they wanted to put in the energy and the effort, but they didn't have the direction. And that's something that community can give you. It can give you a path for how to do this well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, that's something we want to challenge you with today. Mm -hmm. Don't overlook this critical aspect of your own success. Mm -hmm. Do something. Do something to get plugged into a healthy community of other people who are facing similar dynamics as you. Yeah. They're out there. Absolutely. But just a word of advice around all of this. 
be careful about where you plug in, mm-hmm. right? We've heard some really uh, disheartening things. Absolutely. There are all kinds of social media groups and forums out there that might feel like community in the beginning, mm. but end up being a platform for constant complaining, criticizing, and even judgment, mm-hmm. right? They can become a space for ex-bashing or (laughs) complaining about a stepchild or Mm. criticizing a current spouse. It can be really unproductive. And that is not what we're talking about. These platforms, they really don't offer a sense of safety or quality support that's going to help you move forward Mm -hmm. to overcome the challenges. Mm -hmm. We don't want to get stuck in grumbling and complaining about every little thing. We want to move forward. Right. And there's there's those forums and stuff out there that really do feed negativity. Mm-hmm. That's not what we're talking about. Right. We're talking about one that actually feeds positivity and hope. And growth. That's right. So you really need to consider getting plugged into a community that cultivates hope, encourages forward movement, and has some grace for differing perspectives. Absolutely. You know, the best kind of community is one where you can make imperfect progress, Mm. where you don't have to worry about harsh judgment in those imperfect moments that we all have along the way. (laughs) And you can learn healthy strategies that help you to make genuine progress and experience great results. Mm. So as you seek out a supportive community for yourself, Look for those four things that we shared today and make sure that it's a place where you can have a sense of belonging. Mm-hmm. Where you're safe to share genuinely the good, the bad, the ugly, <laughs> the awkward, uncomfortable, and painful things that are going on in your family and inside you personally. Yep. The community that's committed to continual learning and forward movement focused on support, encouragement, and positive results. And a place where you can really feel a sense of normalcy, Mm. where you don't feel like you're crazy for the dynamics and emotions that you're experiencing. Absolutely. And you know what? Maybe that community is in your local area in a support group of some kind. Mm -hmm. Like that's how we got started building our trusted community. So you might start looking for where that could be offered somewhere in your area. Right. Or maybe there's a great fit online for you somewhere. Mm -hmm. You know, there's several groups out there, especially for stepmoms. Yeah. There seems to be a lot of resources out there for you specifically, Mm -hmm. stepmoms. Or you might feel free to just reach out to us and we can help you find a place to get plugged in. Absolutely. So the point is, don't do this thing alone. Right. You don't need to navigate these challenges of blended family life alone. There's hope and there's plenty of places out there for you to land where you can feel that acceptance, that belonging. You can be safe. You can really work toward actual results and and you just don't have to feel crazy. All the yeah. time, right? <laughs> so I want to encourage you to start looking mm-hmm. for that today. Mm-hmm. Don't waste time. Talk to your spouse. Listen to this episode together with your spouse mm-hmm. and talk about, hey, what's a place where it's going to really fit for both of us? And we just want to encourage you to yeah. do that today. And even if your spouse isn't ready to do that, you can certainly do that on your own. Absolutely. There's yeah. a lot of benefit in that as well. Lone Rangers can make a lot of difference in their yeah. in their family. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's right. Well, we hope that we have inspired you a bit today to take mm-hmm. some action around surrounding yourself with people who get it. And with that, we're going to make this episode a wrap. Until next time. Until next time.